Welcome to Pretty Much Done. I'm Julia Mazur. This week's guest sets a Pretty Much Done record. He discusses his breakup after being in a relationship for nine years. There's a statistic that between 70 to 80% of people have already met their spouse by the time they're 16. And the new hit reality show, The One That Got Away, is putting that to the test. Introducing Vince Shu, who reunited with an old friend on the show and is here to tell us if that's true. Here's Vince. I want to welcome everyone to Pretty Much Done. I'm really excited about this week's guest. So Vince Sue, you were the lead in the one that got away. You are a lawyer by day. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk to you about all your fascinating relationship history because like you've been in a nine year relationship. That's right. Yep. So let's get into it. Tell me about the nine year relationship. That's pretty fast. Yeah, I got I was in a nine year relationship with my high school sweetheart. And right after that, I was in a three year relationship with the girl I broke up like a year ago. Okay. Now. Tuesday. It's and hard. Then, yeah. COVID years are like, you don't know. Right, right. And then the whole show thing happened. And then can I talk about who I left with? Like that? Yes, like, of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess like spoiler alert. If like you haven't finished the season, just stop now. Yeah. If you haven't watched the season yet, what are you doing? <laughs> so, you know, make sure you tune in on that. 100%. I do leave the show with somebody in a very dramatic way, I feel like. And we've wrapped filming a year ago. So Crazy. that's pretty much my whole relationship history. Okay. Well, I need to talk to you about a nine-year relationship because mm-hmm. my longest is a four-year and everyone's like, wow, it's so long. But this is double that and then some. Yeah. And it's your high school sweetheart. So right. tell me about your thoughts on dating your high school sweetheart and like how did that end? Well, the way it ended in a very dramatic, like not very good way, I guess. Because, you know, when you're with someone for that long, yeah. I mean, even four years, right? Like that's yeah. like you already have so much emotional investment. I'm a Pisces, so I feel a lot. Yeah. I really value my like relationships. Like my best friend is from middle school, right? Like, right. I'm all about like long-term relationships with people. Is that a Pisces thing? I think so. Okay. I think we just get really attached. Okay. Yeah, emotionally. If you have the option to date your high school sweetheart, I feel like everyone, like they look back and even though maybe you're naive when you're younger, Mm -hmm. there's that charm to it, right? That like serendipity of being in love, that puppy love that's like so unhinged and like you don't know what you're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. Because dating these days, right? You on the dating apps and stuff like that. It's like, it feels so like formulaic and you're not really getting to know that person because yes. we're all you know like what well, we're in the 30s now and it's like not me yet not you okay <laughs> I'm 29 you're 29 okay well see I'm, I'm Mr. Grandpa here and I feel like meeting these new girls they don't really know who I am right and you, yeah. you're trying to build these relationships and it takes so much effort yeah but when you're with someone for so long already they know you know who you were when you were like a kid it's yes. like there's a whole another level of connection there and which is when I was on the show which is about you know, me dating girls from my past, mm-hmm. that's what drew me in because right. I was in you know such a long-term relationship. Yes. I don't even know how to date normally. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think I was like, what, 26? I was like, oh my God, this is my first time going on a first date with somebody else. Like yeah. I didn't know how to yeah. act or be and it just felt like disheartening. Yeah. It just takes so much effort and it takes so much patience and something that I'm just not used to. Yeah. And I always thought like, man, these girls don't know who I am. They see like the finished product. They're like, they don't know like the struggling years of Vince. Like when I was in high school and I was like, you know, not much of a catch. But then like my ex-girlfriend, you know, saw something in me. It's like, there's something special about that, yeah. right? Like, man, if you were there from the lows, yeah. like, you know, you should be there in the highs. You know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those things where I just thought, man, these girls, like, they don't really know me. Yes. It is such a good point. As you're speaking. So I think like the magical thing about meeting someone when you're younger and 
It's not based on superficial stuff like what car do you drive? What's your career? Do you own a home? Where are you taking me on a date? It's literally who you are. And then when you get on the apps, it's literally like a stats sheet of right. like your profile is like a stats sheet. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like for me, like I talked to my other lawyer friends too. We we're just like, should we just not put lawyer in yeah. our bio? Because like there's so many girls that like, that's the thing. Like they want a certain expectations when they yeah. date a lawyer and they're like, oh, we want to go to these nice restaurants. You got to yes. drive a certain type of car. And it's yes. like, it just feels so like superficial to me. And it's hard to tell the real from the fake. It's hard. Especially on the apps. And you, mm -hmm. and you have to give it time. You have to like meet up with them. It's like, I don't have this time. Like I'm a lawyer. Like I don't have time to date in general. Yeah. That's why it's such a struggle. And then when they reached out to me for the show, I was like, dude, like this is perfect. This is probably going to be the way I find somebody just yeah. because my dating life is just so like not catered to how things are this generation and like the way that dating scene is. So when you were 26 and you got out of that relationship, were you like, I'm never going to find someone like my ex? Like, so tell me about the disintegration of that. I mean, obviously I can understand that like it's hard to like keep that spark alive after nine years. Yeah. Tell me your experience. You know, in the beginning, you always have that honeymoon phase, right? Everything's so passionate. Everything's like so exciting. What does beginning mean in a nine year relationship? Is that like one to three years? I would say the first two years okay yeah first two years it's really fun exciting use a lot of sex there's a lot of just like wanting to go on trips mm -hmm, and you know mm -hmm. like woo the other person yeah. and it's just so passionate and fiery yeah. and especially when you're young too it's just like your stamina's real high yeah. you're just like you know it's like really just i don't know like like there's something special about it and then it grows into that point where you're like okay like we're calming down a little bit mm -hmm. we're trying to like you know figure out like how can we manage this whole long distance? Because we were in high school and then we went right. to college. She went to UCLA. I went to UC Irvine. Okay. So we were like long distance. And yes. when you're in college, you're like, oh, I want to live my life. I want to expand my network. I joined a frat. She mm -hmm. joined like a business fraternity. Mm -hmm. And then we had our own groups of friends that we were trying to mm -hmm. like make and we didn't want to limit each other. Mm -hmm. We honestly knew that maybe it was a little naive of us to think like we can make this work, but mm -hmm. we're like, let's just try. If we can communicate and be on the same page and know that, yeah, maybe it's a little naive, but we are you know, going to support each other. If we don't have to see each other for a month, that's okay mm -hmm. because we're busy. You know, let's be mature about it. And that's how we went about things and it ended up working out relatively well. Of course, there's going to be rough times throughout the whole four years of college. But ultimately, she made her friends. I made my friends that I'm so close to this day. And Did you guys like merge lives at any point? Did her friends from college meet your friends from college? Did you guys commingle or was it like completely separate lives? No, we commingled a lot. Oh, yeah. cool. It probably got annoying to their friends. That it was like <laughs> every time she hung out with me, it's like I brought my whole like, you know, all my boys. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We would squat up. And it yeah. became a regular thing where I feel like all the parties was like my group of guy friends, her group of girlfriends. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, oh, Vince hooked me up with this chick type of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff like that, which is fun. I, yeah. I liked being the glue to like yes. the group. Yes, and yes. It's fun social dynamic. But then, of course, once it ends, it's really messy, right? Mm -hmm. It's like everyone's kind of picking sides. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do we do? What do you think is the rule there? Do your friends have to stop talking to your ex? It's tough because we were together for so long that I had some high school friends. We had some good, close mutual friends. I'm not the type of person to be like, hey, you can't talk to her. Yeah. To this day, I still care about her all yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I want her to have like the best life genuinely. And so I've never felt like we didn't have that type of breakup where it was like, okay. oh, big sides, even though yeah. I feel like our friends felt that way. I guess for me, I'm like, it depends on how long. This feels like a lot more of like a, you guys shared a life together and the friends are kind of like very integrated. But I'm like, no need to talk to my ex. Yeah. That's how I am. Okay. It, it just like, it helps me move on, I think. I agree, yeah. 
tell me what was it? Like, how did you guys decide? Was it like mutual? You know, towards the later end of it, I feel like the last maybe like couple years, we were already growing apart in a lot of ways. We had a lot of like tension. We were living together too. And we started a business together. And that was like the ultimate thing that I felt like straw that broke the camel's back, right? That was the ultimate thing. So we were together for so long that we ended up doing so many like projects together. We started uh, actual like a philanthropy. It was called the Global Leadership Camp. Wow. And yeah, we started this camp for people in China to learn about what does it mean to be a person of authenticity, having integrity and entrepreneurial skills, like, you know, following your dreams. Because a lot of people in other countries, their mindset is very rigid. Like like in China, it's very much like hard math and science and you mm-hmm. go down this route, mm-hmm. you know, you work for a big company, you work your way up. Mm-hmm. And that's like the grind. Whereas here we have podcasts, we yeah. have creators, content yeah, creators. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's a whole different yeah. world. We have yeah. a bunch of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So we were like, let's bring that mentality and teach these people, these students here in China, what those things are. And that's so we, we started up a philanthropy and it ended up originally supposed to be like sponsored by UCLA. And then that fell through. And we were just like, let's just do it anyways. Let's just get our group of friends and create a camp. We'll find a team out there and just run it and we'll market it. I remember we showed up, me and her and like our friends and like we traveled over to Shanghai and then took a train to Nanjing and there was like 20, 30 high school kids, you know, that were interested. They wanted to join this camp and learn about leadership skills. and, And I was just so blown away about like their participation in it. Originally, me and her were supposed to be kind of like directors in the background. And we asked one of my friends who's like actually a teacher to actually lead the course. Uh-huh. He ends up getting this vaccination that gets him super sick right before the trip. So he, he couldn't make it. Wow. Everyone's looking at me like, Vince, like, you got to be the one to do it. Like, I'm like, I don't know how to teach anything. I'm just like, fuck, you're right. Like, I, I have to do this. End up becoming the best Honestly, one of the top three experiences of my entire life, having to lead this leadership camp, move these kids in a way that they feel inspired to start businesses. Towards the end of the camp, we had like different pods and different like coaches for each pod and they created an action plan one wanted to start um, an english chinese exchange program another one wanted to start like a little mini camp for an orphanage on china like these passion projects and they wanted you know they had the whole business plan already laid out that we would help them with i remember on the train ride back and it was me and my ex at the time and we were just like so exhausted from doing this whole camp thing and we just looked at each other like almost like our tears were coming down our eyes how fulfilled we felt like how much of a difference we yeah and so it's like that's one of the core memories i have with her and when you have those type of core memories that you create with someone like that that's so special you carry that for the rest of your life no matter if you're together or not yeah and that's why like i'm always going to have love for her i'm always going to care about her because we've shared all these amazing moments yes and i think a lot of people in life they live not necessarily for the journey but for the destination they're like well if you don't end up getting married then what was the point of it all Mm -hmm. like it was all garbage Mm -hmm. right it's like Mm -hmm. oh like that sucks Mm -hmm. but for me i don't look at it that way Mm -hmm. i look at my life as like i appreciate the journey it's not about the end result it doesn't mean like oh just because it didn't end in marriage that it was a waste of time like i shared so many great experiences with her i learned so much about myself i credit who i am the man i am today the man that you see on screen to her so much of it to her because she taught me how to be a man yeah and my next relationship too they taught me so many different things yeah but you know that's how you grow right when you have such an intimate relationship with someone those are the people 
that are really going to teach you so much about life and so much about yourself. Yeah. That's why I look back and I look back at my relationship with so many fond memories. That does, in a way, make it hard to like get over somebody, right? Yeah. To move on. But at the same time, you can't discredit who they were to you and, and what you learned from that experience. I think something that you said really resonated with me. Have you always had that mindset of like, it doesn't matter about the destination, but like those other moments matter? Because I think that I grew up Russian Jewish. I imagine you growing up like Taiwanese American, like you have these first generation like pressures of you must repeat what your parents did. So my parents got married young and they had kids young and they built the family and I'm 29 and my parents are like, what the hell is going on with you? Yeah. And so so I have this pressure of like get married, but then you're not enjoying that journey of dating and feeling fulfilled and learning about yourself. So right. I love that lesson. Like, have you always had that in your head or did you kind of come to it with time? It's funny thing is like my parents, even though we're so different, right? They came from my dad from China, my mom from Taiwan. And yeah, they actually got married a bit later, mm. like not really like in a traditional sense, like how they went about everything. But I don't think I've ever really felt pressure to have to get married mm -hmm. like they were very much like find that person that you want to be with you know and that's the most important thing like don't have grandkids for us just to have grandkids like oh. they don't, you know they don't want that even though my dad nowadays is hinting at it he's like i want to see my grandkids before i pass type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like but i've never felt like that pressure even though i'm also an only child too so you would think that there would be kind of right. a lot of pressure on me right. but i don't feel that way i think my parents being who they are my mom's such like a free spirit that's like like doesn't really care what i do just wants me to be happy happy and live my life and like be free. They were there, you know, every step of the way and, and seeing how everything worked out with my first ex and like me learning about myself. Mm -hmm. And they've always supported that. They're like, well, good. You learned that your lesson here. And like, yeah. you know, now you know what you're looking for and take that lesson into your next relationship. Were they not disappointed when you guys broke up? It was tough for them because, yeah, they felt like she was like a daughter to them. Yeah. Right. She would come yeah. to all the family vacations and stuff. And she was really integrated. And she even called my parents to like talk to them when I wanted to like end things because she was in that panic mode. It was you, you kind of initiated? Yeah, I kind of initiated. And there was kind of a back and forth, but I feel like I kind of initiated it for sure. Mm -hmm. And she was the type of person that would just endlessly fight for the relationship. Mm. And like, you, you want to end up with someone like that, right? Yeah. And I'm very much like that too, but it got to a point where like, I didn't feel excited to be with her anymore. Mm -hmm. It just, it felt so like, almost in a way, like we were so close that I almost saw her as like a sister. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I tell yeah. people that they're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how can you see her like that? But like, you know, we just had such a close bond and yeah. it wasn't just like sex, right? Like I think a lot of people's relationship is very centered around the sexual desire things and yeah. like lustfulness. And that's like a big part of their relationship. For us, I don't think that was the case. Like it was very like deep, deep, like, like water sign Pisces, like very much like emotional development for the most part. It was really hard for my parents to see me, how down I was about things. But at the end of the day, they were like, well, this is your life. Like, mm -hmm. if you decide you don't want to be with her, mm -hmm. we have to, we're going to support you. Mm -hmm. Even though she pleaded to them to like help, yeah, help step me out. in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your parents are not going to like change your mind. I understand it was like a desperate attempt or mm -hmm. it was like her last ditch effort. Do you think that it can work with a high school sweetheart? Because I think people listening will be like, shit, like, does the love die at nine years in? Like, do you start to feel like that person's your sibling, your business partner? It's funny. I was just talking to my friend about this maybe a couple of days ago. I think it, it really largely depends on the environment you're in. Okay. Because, like, I'm kind of a city boy, right? Yeah. Like, I'm in L.A. here, and, like, you have a lot of dating options, and yeah. you have a lot of people you're seeing all the time, right? And it's just, like, because of that, you get kind of swept away 
and going out and you're like, oh man, like if I was single, I could like talk to these girls and like yeah. all your friends are single and you yeah. want to have a guy's night and go out. And I feel like the dating culture nowadays, it's like, it's very easy to meet people mm-hmm. in a way because you're on, whether it's on apps or you're just like going up to people and talking mm-hmm. to them, mutual friends and stuff like that. But like, imagine if you were in like, the Midwest. I don't know, like Ohio, like, I don't know, shout out to whoever's watching Ohio, (laughs) but you know, it's like your options are a lot limited. Right. And so that's why I think you still see people who, you know, marry their high school sweetheart at like 21 years old and start having kids when they're 23. And that's more common out there because it's not as crazy as it is out here in in the cities. So I agree. I always think about like what happened to me if I like got outside of LA, like this little bubble I live in, because I feel like you can compare yourself to so many people. And if you don't have the house you're like oh shit do i need to be working harder to buy the house it's like a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure like people are going out and having fun and you're like what do i do yeah yeah yeah. especially if you have a lot of single friends too yeah right it's like it makes you feel like oh i kind of want to be single i want to enjoy that too whereas like if you're out in the midwest like everyone's getting hitched everyone's getting you know married so it just seems like that's a socially normal thing to do. Do you have a lot of single friends? I do. You yeah. do? Yeah, I do have a lot of single friends. Like single guys or girls, both? I guess both. Yeah, in yeah. their 30s. What do you like attribute that to? All my friends that I like, I feel like we're really different. I love surrounding myself with very different characters. Okay. Like I'm in a sitcom, you know, <laughs> or like I'm in a reality TV show and everyone's okay. like, you can tell like, oh, you're the romantic, you're the villain, you're the crazy, That's you know, it's so like, fun. but it makes it fun, right? Yeah, and I feel yeah, like, yeah. like, especially when I was on the show too, I felt like I was like the normal one. I was like, am I a character? Am I just like not woke? Like, am I yeah. not self-aware that I'm a character? Because I thought I was normal. I thought like, I was like Ted Mosby and everyone was watching through my POV. That's so You know, funny. like that's yeah, kind of yeah, how yeah, I yeah. felt. Yeah. And I guess I live my life in that same way too yeah. where I feel like some of the guys that like are my friends, I'm like, dude, you guys are characters. Like you guys yeah. would be great for TV. Like I always think like, oh, my friends would be great for TV. And then I end up being the one on TV. It's just, it's, it's really I funny. wonder if it's like, if you can attribute that to being in like a nine-year relationship kind of cooped up, more like that guy on the track to marriage. And then all of a sudden you got out at 26 and you're like, oh, I'm going to go live my life. Yeah, a little bit. I think yeah. after I got out of that, I was like unhinged. Yeah. Like, there was a whole summer after that where I remember I was making like some big boy lawyer money. I was like, dude, bottle service every weekend like just getting tables and like oh my god my friends were just like dude we can't keep up with this like this is crazy but it was just so much fun you know? so that's what you did did you get on the apps when you got single that yeah the apps were around so i tried to avoid downloading the apps because okay. like, i wanted to meet someone in person and like i just felt like does that make me kind of a loser <laughs> You know, that I have to go on this app to find yes, girls. Like, I the felt stigma. right. And there's kind of a yeah. stigma to it. And I never downloaded it before. So I was like, yeah. oh, I, I don't need this. My life also just has a lot of irony. <laughs> it's just like, oh, after a while, I was like, I feel like if I do download it, watch me like find like the love of my life mm-hmm. on there, like the first girl. Honestly, that kind of happens. Did that happen for you? Okay. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> the first girl I met up with ended up fucked around, boom three-year relationship i was really? like was not planning that whatsoever you, when you get out of a nine-year relationship you're not thinking oh, i want to be in another long-term one but i was just so naive i didn't know that i was such a relationship-minded person yeah. because you know it like trained my brain to think that way so yes when you're out of something like that you're looking for it again even if you don't you're not conscious of it you are just like kind of gravitating towards finding someone to kind of lean on because you're so yes. used to leaning on somebody those like relationship behaviors are so ingrained in you if you were going out with a girl you're like let's go to the museum or let's go to a picnic and and the girl was like, oh, this guy definitely wants to wife me up. He's not taking me to like 
invite me with his friends for bottle service. He's right. taking me to like a picnic or he's right. like bringing me flowers. Like you brought me flowers. You, you, it's ingrained in you. It is. I feel like I am like, I'm very much a people pleaser. And I've, I think I'm a very thoughtful guy. Yeah. I'm not the type of person that is going to take a girl out to yeah bottle service and like doing one of those type of dates. Like I'm very much like, I want to have like a genuine connection with each girl I meet. Yeah. So which is also why like doing the whole apps and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people get jaded because they meet up with so many different yes. women. Yeah. And they start, you know, saying the same things and like going to the same spots. And I'm like, you can't do that to yourself. You're fucking yourself over by doing that because you're making it harder for your heart to open up to each person. And so that's why you have to be very picky and choosy on who you let into your space. And so that's why I wasn't a big fan of the ass. And then, of course, I downloaded it. It worked. First girl, three years, boom. And then that ended. How was she different from your ex? Oh, my gosh. Very polar opposites. Really? Yeah, so my first ex, the wholesome, you want to bring her home to your parents. Yeah. She's like over cutting fruit with my mom, you know. Like, you guys are getting, a, like joining a nonprofit, like building a nonprofit exactly. together. She sounds like a saint, by the way. I don't want to like rehash that, but she sounds like a great woman. Oh, an amazing person. Yeah. Such a great yeah. soul. And she had that type of smile that you knew, like when you looked at her, like she's just such a sweet angel. Like, Aww, you know, like you just yeah. have that feeling, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I only have great things to say about her, even though we, you know, ended. Whereas my second one, it was a little bit more toxic, okay. right? It just, it was a little bit more crazy. She was smoke show, gorgeous girl, you know, and we hit it off right away. And it just felt like she was so different. Like she liked to go out. She yeah. liked to, you know, go out for drinks and she was a lot more extroverted. Mm. The first girl I was with was more introverted, you mm-hmm. know, more homebody type of vibe. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it matched my lifestyle. Are you an extrovert? I think an ENFJ. Okay. If you know your Myers-Briggs. I, I don't know my Myers-Briggs, but I know I'm an extrovert. I don't know the rest of the, but I know that sometimes being with another extrovert for me is exhausting. Okay. Yeah. It's too much because like I like to go out and if my partner likes to go out, I'm like, whoa, 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 we need some balance here. That's why I feel like a lot of times you see extroverts and introverts like mesh really well in relationships because yeah. like one's able to bring out, you know, a little bit of it yeah. from the other person and, yeah. and the introverts kind of like, okay, let's reel back yeah. and, you know, watch a movie at home and like it's a good balance. Totally. I, I agree. So when you guys were dating, I imagine like, did you have like bags under your eyes from going out <laughs> all the time? <laughs> were you like exhausted? Well, initially it was like we just met up for drinks a lot. Yeah. Right. And it was like always drinks. And it's like, I don't remember at the time it was fun. But I think after a while, though, like we did kind of settle down and we became very like codependent on each other to a point mm-hmm. where it was a little bit toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We stopped going out as much with other people. We kind of just did our own thing. So a lot of my friends were just like, Where'd you go, Vince? Like, you know, yeah. you checked out. Yeah. You know? And so I did lose a lot of contact with my friends because I was very sucked into that. And like, that sucks. She had a dog and I ended up adopting another dog. So we had like our own little family going on there. Yeah. Do you think it's a red flag when like you lose contact with the friends? Like, I think that that's like a good check of being like, when was the last time I saw all my friends? When was yeah. the last time my partner suggested that we see my friends? Like, I think that that's super important. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a big red flag. Also, when you start gaining a lot of weight, you gained a you lot know, of weight. Oh, like I used to be like like a gym rat. Like I would be working out all the time and like all, you know, self-love, me time. And I remember her saying one time, she's like, well, you spend more time at the gym than you do with me. Uh, and it was just like those slow, like, you know, like yeah. she was picking at it, like, like yeah. you know, just slowly that it got me to a point where I didn't really want to go to the gym anymore because right. I – I felt like I wanted to spend more time with her and, you know, and she yeah. was happy about that. Yeah. And, you know, instead of going home and just like, you know, ordering takeout or like making a style or something, we would after work go to like a nice restaurant that would take yes. up like the whole night, you know, so there's no yes. time to work out, you know. 
Did she ever tell you you can't hang out with your friends? She wouldn't say it like that. She would be like, she didn't really like my friends. Oh, that's you know what it. I mean? That's it. She like, I felt like kind of judged my friends a lot. Yeah. And so because of that, she was a little bit standoffish at all the group outings and stuff. So my friends didn't really like her mm -hmm. either. So like if I did want to do like a group event, she'd be like, well, can we leave early? Like type of thing. Or she would want me to like hang out with her friends. It became really difficult because yeah. I love hanging out with my friends. But yeah. when she's there, I'm a different person when she's right. around. You know, right. I feel like I have to act a certain way. Yeah. Whereas when I'm with my first ex, I just felt like I could be myself yes. all the time and I can be self-expressed and, mm -hmm. you know, say goofy things mm -hmm. and bro out and I won't get judged. Whereas I felt like with her, it's like I kind of had to act a certain way sometimes. Yeah. It sounds like you guys had like the physical chemistry thing going and like maybe you were kind of lacking that in your previous relationship. Going back to your previous relationship, do you think that you waited too long? I feel like there is a time limit for how long you need to be together before you like make a next move. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I think it got to a point where like, if nothing changed for me, yeah. I'm just so used to us just being together. Like, why yeah. do we have to mix this up? Like, yeah. nine years of like having the same thing really kind of gets you. And I tell guys this too, like my friends, I'm like, for a lot of men, we have like a switch that just flips. Because if you're so used to something and that you're like, why I don't change? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes if the girl is like, okay, like they give you like an ultimatum or something like that. Yeah. Or it's something needs to happen yes. for that switch to be flipped. And yes. before I was the type of person that I couldn't commit. Like I just didn't want to get married. Yeah. Like even with my second ex, the reason why we broke up was because she wanted marriage and I ultimately couldn't get there. Do you know why? I have this like dream in my head of like, I want to marry this girl who's like going to like check all these boxes, but at the same time, make me feel like I can't wait to marry her. Mm -hmm. Like there's no doubt in my yes. mind. Yeah. And you know, I don't, maybe that's a little bit unrealistic. Yeah. Like to expect a woman to just sweep me off my feet like that. There's just nothing about that relationship that made me really want to like get married. Yeah. And I couldn't really explain why. I think also I didn't have as much experience either. Right? I've only had two relationships. Right. And I don't really have too much of a frame of reference and like perspective. So I just felt like I couldn't really make that ultimate switch. But it's just so funny because I imagine her. I don't know if she watched the show or not. The second girlfriend? The second girlfriend. I, I'm pretty sure the first one watched it. I'm pretty sure both did. I feel like maybe. If my if I went on a reality show, my exes are all watching it. They're screenshotting photos to their friends. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I imagine like she definitely knows about it. Yeah. I just like... I don't know if she would actually get herself to like, you know, want to like feel that pain, see that happening. Vince, I, I could bet money on this. Okay. Well, you know, from a girl's perspective, because yeah. from a guy, I don't think I would watch. Yeah, that's true. My ex was on it. I don't know if I would want to watch it. Like if I still had- You would try though. You would give, you would t time it up. Maybe I'd watch like a trailer. Yeah. And maybe- And then it would like hurt too much. And then yeah. Or maybe <laughs> just the ending, just to be like, okay, we're, you know, yeah. what's up? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But like, if you watch a show, you know, like how I ended, right? Like yeah. I ended up getting down on one knee and I proposed. Yes. So and we have to talk about that because, <laughs> because you're like, there was something about it that I didn't want to get married to my first two girlfriends, but I went on this reality show and I was like, this is it. Yeah. And it was genuinely, <laughs> it wasn't like producer force or anything like that. Like, it was it genuine. Was, it you was very genuine. It. Yeah. We definitely both felt it and it felt right every moment along the way. And I look back and I'm like, what the fuck, Vince? Like from a third party perspective, <laughs> you look at yourself and you're like, so you won't get married to a nine year three relationship, but you'll propose to a girl that you met for five weeks. Emotions are a crazy Emotions thing. Emotions are fucking crazy. <laughs> Where you're at in life and your mentality. Yeah. 
it yeah. makes all the difference. Also, I'm like asking you the rules. I'm like, do you think that there's a time limit? Sometimes the rules just go out the window. Yeah. Sleep with the person on the first date. You're like, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe you just got to feel it. Yeah. You yeah. have to feel it out. Like you yeah. can't go into any relationship or any situation with like a cold rule that you can't do something because you never really know. Like you'll surprise yourself. You never know. I'm a believer. I'm impatient. So I'm just like, let's just see where this goes and mm -hmm. I'll deal with the consequences later. I'm sometimes like that. And I think that good things take time for sure like i think that that feeling that you're talking about like it doesn't happen on dates one through ten like you're not like i i hear, I hear people say speeches where it's like i knew i was going to marry this person from her first date i'm like did you yeah did you yeah, yeah. but i guess did you did, did you i feel that way <laughs> honestly no i i don't know i feel like you can have a magical first date yeah and like on the show like i had amazing dates like and then like my, my first date with eureka was probably one of the most memorable dates I've ever had. Really? Right? It was just so touching, so heartfelt. Yeah. Literally felt like a, a scene out of the notebook. Like I was like, this is not real. Like, how is this happening? It's not. Producers are doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They set it all up. And yeah, they make the most romantic, perfect situations. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah. how can you not fall in love yeah. in that? You know? Like Okay, wait, how did the show approach you to get on? So I was on the apps. Okay. <laughs> I was on Bumble. I came around. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I need to get over my ex. I gained all this weight. I was like, I need to start working out, yeah. start, you know, finding Vince again. And I had like my old photos up on Bumble uh -huh. from before my relationship. Oh, okay. So I was like, you I'll knew you'd good. get back there. You yeah, like, you know, oh, yeah, I was like, I'm, I was working towards it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I remember like, I was just on Bumble. My life is relatively private. Like my Instagram was private. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have much out there. Mm -hmm. So people aren't really going to find me. Mm -hmm. I guess the app was like the only way really like to like get a glimpse of my life and who I am and they reached out to me I was actually reached out to by the bachelorette first oh cool that. yeah so that happened and then a month later this show reached out to me I was did like, you oh. want to go on the bachelorette I never like thought about okay. I wanted to be on reality TV in general okay. but when they reached out to me I learned about the premise I was like 30 guys going after one girl like right. I could be open to it but I felt like there was something else that yeah. was meant for me and I was right. A month later, this show reached out. I was like, this is the moment like I've been waiting for. Like this. <laughs> it just felt right. It just felt right. And I, I don't even think I went on any dates on Bumble at the time. I was like getting more casting calls <laughs> than, I, than dates. <laughs> you were getting hit up by yeah. producers. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here, but <laughs> I guess I'm just swiping right on everybody. And so yeah, like, I'm yeah. just matching with these casting by producers. By the way, <laughs> like being someone who worked at Tinder, like I know that that's how straight males date on the apps. They just... Yeah. Swipe right. Yeah, yeah, we don't have time to no. think. Like, and women are literally like, mm, I don't know. I don't love the way he's dressed. <laughs> from like a woman's perspective, I'm just like, you guys have it rough. Yeah. Like dating for like as a girl, it's just so tough because there's just guys like options for you guys. It's like it's very limited. To, it's hard to find yeah. like a genuine good guy that's ready for like, a, you know, to settle down and stuff. Whereas like I feel like from my perspective, I've been really lucky. I've had so many amazing women come through my life. And you even watch the show. Like, you can tell. Yeah, and man, I feel like I have a lot of options, but then for girls, like they don't really like it's very limited. I'm not sure what it is, but I have a lot more straight female friends that are single than yeah. male friends. Like I literally don't have anyone to set my straight female friends up with. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's still a conundrum to me. I think on the apps as a woman, it's like easier to kind of showcase. We take more care into our photos, so mm -hmm. like 
we put a lot of time into our profiles and men like it's so hard to tell from their dating profiles of like is this guy my type i don't know right. like you're over analyzing too because yeah. you're like oh is this a red flag like why does he have like all these selfie photos yeah, but like, no he doesn't ask people to take photos of him so that's right. why he has selfies exactly or yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have photos in general so he had to take something to have yes. on his instagram so yes. he doesn't seem like a loser with no profile you yes. know like yes it's tough but like guys don't really think about that like girls are so much better on like instagram and like posting photos and yes. presenting like an image of yes. them on like public platform a lot of guys aren't and which is why it's funny because so after the show casey is also on the show she's one of the mm-hmm. leads me and her became like best friends after the show mm-hmm. and she struggles so hard dating and she's always sending me like screenshots of guys that she's going to go on a date with and like she's like what do you think of his profile and stuff and i'm like the fact that he like doesn't have much is already a green flag for me you know because like she's used to dating all these like very narcissistic guys that have like 50k followers and like looking really good Mm -hmm. and like all these like angles and i'm like that's too much yeah you don't want to be like you don't really want to date like i think a guy like that i feel like especially because she's already kind of like an influencer i'm like you need like a a guy that's going to kind of balance you out a little bit you know to ground you yeah you don't need necessarily yeah, want someone that's super into themselves because she's kind of into herself. So I'm like, you need to find a guy that's into yeah. you. Like that's going to simp over yeah, you. you yeah, yeah. I mean? You want someone to have the same priorities as you, that you love yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but so the producer hits you up for yeah. the one that got away and told you the premise. Yes. Because when we talked to the Too Hot to Handle contestants, they lied and they didn't tell them what show it was on. Okay. Yeah, so they told you. Yeah, they told me what was up. Yeah, right away I was like, this is made for me. Like, like I remember still like breaking up with my first ex. I'm like a sad boy type of dude. So I'm just like listening to like sad music after the breakup. I'm listening to the one that got away by Katy Perry. That was like on repeat, you know, just like crying and just like getting it out. So funny. What a sign. What a sign. I'm just like, this is kind of like, I don't know, like a theme, right? Because I low key kind of always felt that maybe my first ex was the one that got away, you know, it's like, okay. Everyone has that feeling, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Once this show came about and they talked to me about the premise i just thought this show was meant for me low-key like i was like what are the odds i'm gonna get casted but like something about it just made me feel like i think this was meant for me when you got casted did you think you knew who would come up no that i had no idea okay like they asked so people keep asking me all the time like oh how was the casting process it seemed like such a nightmare and it was like i can't imagine like their job because they went through you know all my social media followers and they asked my best friends for a list of girls. They asked me for a list of girls. And I'm like, I don't have a, if I had a list, I wouldn't be, be, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be on the dating (laughs) app. Like I would have been dating these girls. Like I literally, I was like, okay, let me come up with like, I don't know, six, seven names of girls that like I am kind of friends with that maybe I would date. Yeah. And of course, none of them show up. All the girls that showed up were literally girls that I do not talk to anymore, but were like from my past that like I kind of have like a little interest in before maybe. Yeah. But we were never really like friends, friends. Uh-huh. So these girls were genuinely from my past. Whereas like, I feel like from for some of the other contestants, some of them weren't really from their past. Like yeah. they're already, they still hang out. They're okay, like, you know, okay. current friends and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And like, so it's a little different. I think my experience was like, wow, definitely a reconnection with, with some old misconnections. Eureka was was it said that you guys went to prom or like you guys were in the same prom group in the same limo yeah yeah Yeah, same group so she was i think a sophomore when i was a senior okay and one of my good friends name's john he took her took eureka to prom and i was with my ex at the time we were all in limo together it's funny because he never dated her he never dated he just took her to prom he just took her to prom and you know he had like a little crush on her and stuff but then you know they never 
had anything after prom or anything like that. Would you ever like hook up with someone that your friend had a thing with? Is there a hard line? You have to talk to them. Yeah. There's a respect for that. Because there was actually, I remember I dated a girl. One of my close friends was in a relationship with her for a long time. But then he got engaged. He's like married, you okay. know, married and everything. So I, I told him, hey, is it cool if I, you know, went on a date with her? And he's like, yeah, dude, no worries. Like, I have no feelings for her whatsoever. Like, you go for it. Cool. But you have to run. You got to get the green line on that. Because if you don't, it just seems a little backstabby or a little Shady. like, yeah, a little yeah. sus. Yeah, I definitely got the clear. But yeah, going back to my friend in Eureka, it's funny because once the show came out, I like, I wanted to surprise him because he knew both of us, you know, mm-hmm. like I thought he would be excited to like see he's like, but then he got upset. He was like, bro, like, how can you do that, dude? He's like, I like, you know, we went to prom together. I was like, wait, you're mad at me. He like said he couldn't even watch it. Really? Yeah. I, and I was talking to Eureka about it. She was like, but we never even really dated or anything. Like, why? <laughs> why does oh he care God. so much? I don't even remember like what I was like at prom. Like, that's yeah. wild. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Because for me, if it was like I was in his position, I'd be like, oh, like, dude, that's cool. I want to watch. Like, it's yeah. exciting. Okay. So on the show, you guys had your little fairy tale. Was there anything that like wasn't portrayed on the show that viewers would want to know? Like anything behind the scenes? Were you guys like communicating? What was the kind of behind the scenes of the show? I think on the show, you what everyone saw was like things progress really fast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. It definitely did. Like five weeks together is not enough time. Yeah. But at the same time, we're there with like no cell phone, no internet. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting work calls or anything. I'm completely immersed in this experience yeah. trying to find love. Yeah. I'm surrounded by producers who are asking me, how do you feel, Vince? Like, you know, what did you like about her? Like, oh, like, you know, like, what did your heart tell you to say? You know, like that's 24 seven. And so I'm like in my feelings yeah. all the time. I'm journaling. Like you saw like certain things. I'm, I don't journal. I'm not the type of guy who keeps a diary and stuff. I'm just like, fuck, I want to like, <laughs> write down how, how that date went and how it made me feel. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like I'm really trying to internalize this wow. and make the most of this experience. I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime experience. Mm-hmm. Like really give it a fair mm-hmm. shot here. Mm-hmm. Things I think progressed fast, but it felt right. And all the emotions were definitely genuine. It was very real. And in the beginning, it was tough because we would see each other maybe once every three days, four days, wow. only on these dates or like it was a date or like a group of activity, like the pool party mm-hmm. and then another day. They didn't let us like co-mingle off camera. Wow. So like everyone that came to date us, all the arrivals, they were in a separate house, right? And the leads, we were in our own separate house. A lot of us, we were kind of forming closer bonds within our own like groups. It was kind of tough. And I I would plead with the producers towards the end. I was like, I need more off camera time with Eureka. Like, Like I'm genuinely feeling a spark here and a strong connection. Please, please. And towards the end, they actually gave us a lot of off camera. I would say a lot actually, but a lot more than everyone else that got off camera time. We got a a pretty decent amount Uh and we had some really great conversations because I remember for her, she would always ask me like, I can't tell if this is like real Vince or like just like TV Vince. Like, because she would say like some of the things I would be saying just felt like it was scripted. Was it? No, it, nothing was scripted. Everything was just unscripted and like freestyle improv. I was just in the moment. Just you like, were just like in your feels. I love. was in my feels. Yeah. yeah. And like people asked, they're like, oh, you talked about kids and like family and all that so fast. But I'm like, I don't know how many dates I'm going to have with this girl. Like I need to figure out like, is she in it for the long haul? Because yeah. like that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, these dates aren't really like real dates, yeah. you know, because you're, you're really trying to get a lot of information yeah. and, you know, find things out because you're not sure if you're going to see them again. Yeah. Towards the end, I think one of the things that um, people didn't see, they saw me, you know, get engaged and like propose. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like shocked. Like, 
how did you just jump from that? She said she needed space. You know, she wanted to take things slow. And it was funny because we had, there was this one night where she came over to my place and we talked and we were like, how are we going to leave this show together? Yeah. And it's funny because none of the producers had even asked me. We, we were like about to wrap in like two days. I was like, do you not, like, you, do you guys not have a plan for me? Because we talked, she was like, I kind of want to leave more than just boyfriend, girlfriend. There we go. That's I was like, the green light. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that means <laughs> yeah. what is more than boyfriend, girlfriend? Obviously one thing, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. I honestly wasn't thinking about it, like getting engaged. I honestly was just like, okay, we'll probably leave the show. And I can ask her to be my girlfriend. But she said she wanted to be more than that. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Because all the feelings we were feeling at the time, it was so high and it felt so real. I was like, I do feel like she could be the one. Yeah. How do you get the ring? Yeah. The producers, one of them has some relationship with a jeweler. Okay. And they bought it for us. You just postmates the ring from the producer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I trusted them because they said they were going to talk to her like about what ring she uh -huh, wanted. Uh -huh. Apparently, they got like complete opposite okay. of like what she even wanted. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this ring must be perfect. And yeah. I honestly have never really seen a diamond ring. I've never even been ring shopping. Yeah, why would? I why mean, would, yeah. I guess you would. You were in a nine-year relationship, but okay. Yeah, but I was always avoiding <laughs> yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of situation. So yeah. I, I never went ring shopping. And so I've never seen like a real diamond ring up close. Uh -huh. And I feel like maybe a lot of guys honestly haven't either yeah because we're not like super like oh my god you just got let me yeah. see your ring you know that's like yeah. a girl's thing yeah and so when they presented it to me i was like oh my gosh like this is so sparkly it's so beautiful right i have no frame of reference and up like when i propose and like you know i put the ring on her and like later on she's like oh, i don't really like this ring like it's just <laughs> like it's it's a small diamond it's not really the yeah. style that she wanted yeah. they didn't even fit her very well either <laughs> But I mean, it was a free ring, right? Right, right. Like, we paid tax on it, but yeah. it was legit. Like it was, it yeah. was gifted to us and she still has it. I think, I hope so. I hope she didn't lose it. Yeah. <laughs> As you're talking about it, I feel like the producers manipulate you into like a love bomb situation. You were just like love bombing the shit. Do, do you know what love bombing is? What is love bombing? Okay, sorry. We talk a lot about love bombing on this podcast. So okay. it's just like where all of a sudden, like one to two weeks in, like the partner is just like, I want to move in with you. I want to do this. You're the best person I've ever met. I have never met anyone like you. I've never felt like this. And like, it's almost a red flag because you don't know that person mm -hmm. after like a week or two. So when right. someone's dropping that, we like talk about how that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. It feels like the producers were kind of manipulating this. And like when someone's doing that for you, like if I was like, Vince, I think you're the most amazing person I've ever met in my whole entire life. Yeah. I never want to be with anyone but you. You're like, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, <laughs> I am cool the like best that. person ever. So you kind of get like manipulated uh -huh. into the situation and then you're like, wait, shit, I don't know the person. Mm -hmm. I just know what they like love about me. Right, right. It almost feels like that's what the producers were doing. But I understand your emotions were on high. So you leave there. Does she live in like where you live? Like, is she in the same city? No. So that was one of the things because we were long distance. She was in SF at the time and okay. I'm in LA. Always in the long distance. Always in the long distance. Exactly. And that was one of the things that why she wanted to kind of like slow things down and she felt like you know after of course i closed the portal she was like oh but you know this whole long distance thing how are we gonna work it out which honestly is like a genuine concern yeah but that's part of the reason why like things didn't really work out mm -hmm. but now she's in new york i actually just spent a whole week with her uh-huh i think you had mentioned so how was that yeah it was crazy because <laughs> crazy is not what Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be good or bad. <laughs> okay. Me, it, no, it, it was great. Okay. It was great. Okay, Don't okay. get me wrong. Okay. It was fantastic. I think it, it was very like emotionally confusing for me because yeah. like things didn't really end very well. Like, yeah. we, so we got off the show filmed in August last year 
And we ended up like breaking up, I think, like September, October. Because the long distance thing just wasn't working. There was a lot of stuff that happened I won't get into. Mm -hmm. It was just, it ended kind of like in not very great way. And it was very like hard for me to get over it Mm. because I was like, like really emotionally invested. But at the same time, it was only five weeks. So it wasn't as bad as like, you know, trying to get over my nine year ex, right? I think it was like you were trying to get over the idea of what you could have had. Like you thought you were going to have this new phase of your life. And it's like that. Right. Rather than the person necessarily. Yeah, because I was like, I'm engaged. Yeah. I have a fiance. Like that was just so weird to me, right? And like I was trying to get used to that. Yeah. But I was literally like planning in my head, like we are going to be together forever type of thing. And the way I convert, like, you know, talk to her was kind of through that lens. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like a lot to handle. Mm -hmm. I think for both of us, we were just like not on the same page necessarily. She was definitely the type that wants to take it slow. And I I did want to take it slow too, but it's naturally like coming from the height of the show, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of like passion and like a lot of, oh, I want to see you all the time because we were so used to seeing each other, you know, towards the end a lot. Mm -hmm. And having that distance was really tough. And now she's in New York. She moved to New York. So now she's even further. Did she move for work? She moved because she wanted to experience New York. Cut it. It feels like you no alignment on like the life path there. Yeah. I feel like we kind of had different plans because when we did come off the show, we talked about like her moving to LA because she eventually wants to come back here. Mm-hmm. But she asked me like, oh, do you think you would ever live in New York? Because she's always wanted to kind of live that city life yeah. and like the hustle and bustle yeah. of that area. And so I knew she kind of wanted to get it out of her system. And so after we broke up, it was literally like a couple months later, she like moved to wow. New York. And I was like, not surprised. Yeah. Reconnecting though this week was the first time I've seen her since then, okay. since last year. Was it awkward? <laughs> the first night was a bit awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a bit awkward. Did you stay with her? No. Okay. No, we didn't stay with each other. Uh, she came down here. She had a wedding last weekend and then a wedding this weekend. We saw each other a couple times throughout the week. First night, so we met up for dinner. We got some noodles and then we ended up hanging out with like a few of the people from the show, with like Alyssa, Adam, and Casey. Cool. Just kind of like having a little group hang out. Yeah. But it's weird because like we had so much to talk about. Yeah. You know, and there's just so much to yeah. kind of clear the air. Yeah. There's a lot of like things we don't necessarily want to talk about, but we kind of have to address it, try to like, make this work. Mm-hmm. And so we spent like a couple hours having one-on-one time and then we went to this group setting and we ended up like staying out really late and we were like, oh, fuck, we wish we would have had more time to like talk one-on-one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, yeah. that. You guys stayed up all night, whatever stayed out. Did you guys like go back and like have that drunken conversation? No. Good. No, Good for we you. didn't have that. <laughs> That's the worst. And you're like, what did we talk about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was a Wednesday. Okay. So I had work. <laughs> okay. like she had work. We were just like, do we we need to like yeah. table this conversation yeah. for another day? Yeah. And then the very next day we met up. There was like a fan who reached out to us through Instagram. was like, oh, I would love to take a photo shoot of you guys. And she's like a professional photographer. And we're like, oh, okay, that'd be fun. Like, yeah. let's just like have like a, a little photo shoot that kind of like breaks a bear. And honestly, I think it was a good move because she really directed us. So we ended up having like our first kiss oh. <laughs> again. I guess our yeah, first kiss since then wow. on camera. And, wow, the uh, camera know. really brings out something for you guys. It does, because when you have someone really directing that, you know, she's like, oh, put your hand here, like hold him here, you know? And it's like, Vince, you can go in anytime you want. And I'm just like, fuck it, like, <laughs> let's just do it. And then that broke down all the physical barriers because the first night was kind of like, oh, do I put my arm around her? Like, do we, we kind of wanted to hold hands but we just kind of were not doing it mm-hmm. and then after that night we became a lot more comfortable and we we're like touchy again and cool it's funny because we were just planning for those two nights to hang out mm-hmm. 
And then she was like, well, you know, I'm here for a wedding. I already invited my best friend for plus one. But literally the last second, her friend who's getting married, she's like, oh, there's eight cancellations. So, you know, the food's going to go to waste. If you want, you can invite Vince. And so she literally like the wedding was yesterday. Like she invited me Friday night. Okay. And so I was like, fuck it. Did you go? I went. Yeah. So you went as her date or kind of date? Kind of date. I didn't set the same table because she already invited her best friend. Okay. And she didn't want her best friend to feel like okay. you know, third wheel or anything. But yeah, I went out. And honestly, last like last night was like so much fun. Really? Yeah, oh so my God. Fun, what so. a fun, what a like fun time to come on this podcast. I <laughs> know. Literally literally, of- I literally crashed at her place <laughs> before I got really? here. Yeah. So I, I was already in Santa Monica. Like oh this is literally God. this outfit I wore last night. I didn't shower. I was like, do oh I smell God, bad? I was like, I'm just- fine. I hope okay. you. Oh my God, that's so funny. So what, do you know where you guys stand? So we haven't really like talked about what our label is. I think we're just trying to take things slow. Okay. I didn't post anything on Instagram last night. I just wanted to kind of keep things private. Cool. I feel like both of us are kind of just trying to work things through without the ha- having like all the pressure. fans and the pressure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. I kind of like that. It's exactly like, I guess full circle, it's going back to what you said of like, it is not the destination. It's the journey and like yeah. you're deep in the journey. I'm deep in the journey. You're journeying. <laughs> yeah, I'm journeying right now because I thought, okay, this was over. You know, I thought yeah. we broke up. And yeah. I feel like we're in this position where we're starting a new chapter now. Yeah. And the journey is like continuing, but without all the craziness of the show and just it feels like we were able to give it a real chance this time. I think you're you're just going to have to figure out if like both of your goals and values align. And I think that's not so important right now. You're kind of just like getting to know each other. And then once you figure it out and if it works for you, it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Exactly. That's how we feel. We're just like, the chemistry is definitely there. Cool. The emotions are definitely there. I feel like it's mostly just logistics. We know that this whole long distance thing, it's not realistic. Like if we really wanted to give it a shot, we kind of have to be around each other. Would you ever move to New York? That's tough. Just because like <laughs> yeah. being a lawyer too, like yeah. I'm, my practice take, in California yeah. and I'm not, like, I have to take the New York bar yeah. and I have to, you know, yeah. find a new job and stuff. And my clientele is already out here. So yeah. I don't think it's as realistic for me to move out there. But her ultimate goal is to come back here. So I right. think that is a little bit more realistic. And we've, yeah. we've talked about that. But yeah. she's also like, she's not the type of person that would ever move for a guy. And I'm not, I'm not the type right. of guy that wants a girl to move for me. Because that's a lot of pressure it's too. It's a lot of pressure, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like if she was already planning to move here and had a reason, yeah. like that would be amazing. Yeah. But like, I can't help but think like, of course, in the back of her mind, if she was to move here, I would be like a, a main reason why, you know? Right. I just don't want to be the only reason. You guys are figuring it out. You're deep in the figuring it out. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you it's like it's like a fun little summer situation like low pressure feels like you did the like very committed stuff in the past and now you're kind of just being like Vince and free and whatever you're like yolo a little bit yolo like i I feel (laughs) like you know single vince has been thriving like don't get me wrong like after me and her we broke up during this past like year I have been like having the best time, Good. like reconnecting with all my friends. I've become super social because I remember for her, right? She has a million friends and I felt like dating her. I felt like I was competing like time-wise with like all her friends because mm-hmm. she was always doing something mm-hmm. every single night. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do I not have enough friends? <laughs> I'm looking at my social circle. I'm like, man, like I have so much more free time than yeah. her, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. Like I need to just start making a million friends and like being social like her, you know? And so yeah. like that kind of rubbed off on me. And this past year, I've been like going to a bunch of festivals and meeting so many Fun. people and like starting like 
I guess a new life in that sense because I'm 31 and I've always been the mindset's like no new friends type of thing. Like no. I already got my click. No. But now I've really like, you know, taken it head on and be like, no, I'm going to be intentional yeah. in finding like certain friends that, you know, I really want that are going to fulfill my life in a certain way. I like you making yourself a priority right now. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I feel so good. Like Good. Good. I love that you're also in your outfit from last night. I love that. I literally, I luckily I had like a lint roller because <laughs> okay. I had to clean up a little bit. But this Perfect. is this is me, you know. Perfect. We're trying to be this real and authentic here. This is him. <laughs> I, I love that. Okay. Well, that was fun. One last thing that I want to do with you okay. before I let you go. Let's do it. So we have this segment that we do called Trouble or Paradise. And while we're not authorities on this and these relationships can do whatever the hell they want, I kind of want to get your hot takes on these celebrity couples. So are you ready to do Let's it? Let's do it. Okay, since you're single, Vince, yeah. you're just doing your own thing. Yeah. You you tell me what these relationships need, okay? Apparently, Kim and Pete broke up on Friday. Right. Allegedly. What do you think? Well, I'm not surprised, <laughs> okay. to be honest. Like, let's be real. Like, <laughs> okay. I didn't see them going to distance. I mean, like, everyone thinks of Pete as, like, the guy with the BDE, right? Like, he has yeah. mad BDE energy. And yeah. it's like, it, it, you have a curiosity. I can see from a female's perspective, like, the appeal. Mm -hmm. So I think he's got that, like, nine-month kind of expiration date you know you can want to go through that right and it's probably still harboring feelings for kanye like yeah. they have kids together yeah i don't know if it was like a, a media play or just like i know like just for publicity but i think it was a pretty unique play if it was because right. it came out of left field but right. like everyone knows about it i'm not a super like big pop culture guy and i'm even curious and i'm reading about it yeah. you know so I'm not surprised. I think his level of like girls now is like, where do you go from there? Oh, no. You went Ariana Grande and you had like Kim Kardashian. I'm just yeah. like, dude, like you're killing it. Like you yeah. can't just date the Joe Schmo type of chick anymore. Like your expectations are a little bit too high. You I know. know. He actually he maybe needs to go for the just like common girl, just like so? yeah, girl next door. Just to ground himself ground a little bit, himself. like remind him that yeah. he's still a normal person. Yeah, because yeah, you can, your ego probably gets a bit inflated, right? Like for sure, and everyone's calling him BD Pete. Like yeah. That's you know? a lot of expectation in me yeah. too. And he doesn't seem phased by it. Like, no, it so, seems like he can deliver. Yeah, it seems like, right? Like, he's yeah. pretty com confident yeah. about that. Yeah. Did you see also that he got like her kids' initials I tattooed did. on his neck? Yeah, like, what does small. he do with that? I don't know, but yeah. I feel like his whole body is just like a scrapbook. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? He's journaling on his body. He's journaling on his body. And it's like, for him, he doesn't give a fuck. But to other people, like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to do this for you, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I guess we all need a channel our inner pete davidson maybe he, we, he doesn't give a fuck we all do like yeah. i feel like you just kind of have that yolo yeah. moment if you were thinking about getting a tat <laughs> and you were like not sure just fucking do it <laughs> you know what i mean because yeah. i feel like in life you regret like not taking those chances yeah. you know and that's what i've kind of lived my life by that yeah. a little bit now that i'm like if i'm afraid to do something that's like more of a reason to do it. This is know? unhinged advice. Unhinged <laughs> advice, dude. Like, don't come at me in the comments. Be like, Vince, I got this tap. My mom hates me now. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're thinking about it, and there's a good reason. Like, okay. And you can laugh at it. At yeah. the end of the day, you can always laugh at it unless yeah. it's like a really bad tattoo. Yeah. Like, you should be able to laugh at it and be like, oh, I was young, you know. All whatever. right. They did the right thing. They I did think so. It. All right. They're good. Like, she's now busy with doing the whole... I think what keeping up with the Kardashians is back for another yeah, season. Yeah, I and mean, she's so. like, what is she not doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's a queen. Like, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I want to talk about this couple because I know you're a basketball fan. I'm a basketball mm -hmm. fan. 
they're high school sweethearts. You do this, your high school sweetheart. That's right. LeBron James and Savannah James. I think that's her last name. Yeah. Given that they're married. What do you think about them? I feel like their family chemistry seems awesome. The way I see their kids interacting and he posts a lot of like videos of like his whole family. Yeah. And I think they have a really good relationship going on. Like they seem like they're working as a team. Yes. As parents. Mm -hmm. And that's key, right? Yeah. And he's very much, I feel like, has accepted all his kids to be the type of kids they are. Like, Bronny is obviously, like, the basketball yeah. guy. Like, he's going to be the one that probably yeah. makes it to the league. Whereas the other ones, they, they're they taking on different types of, yeah. you know, different types of journeys. And I think that's important that both yeah. of them are, you know, are very encouraging of that. And it seems like they work as a team pretty well. Okay, so if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you're saying yeah. that they have an understanding between each other. They have a mutual agreement. (laughs) (laughs) They are a team, a contractual team. No, I'm just kidding. I think that they, she knows what it is. LeBron is always on the road. He's the biggest superstar basketball player. We know what goes down with LeBron, but he's the GOAT. It is what it is. And they have a great family unit and she supports him throughout it all. Yeah, I don't know how you really can be with somebody like that. Like, I just don't know what that relationship is like. There's a lot of conversations behind closed doors that nobody has any idea what it's like. Whether the passion's there still, whether like they're actually like feeling the same feelings like normal couples are. When you're in that type of position, like you kind of, even if you didn't want to be together, a lot of people will just be together for their kids, for the media, for the press, you know, for all that. So I don't know. It's really hard to tell. And I feel like yeah. they kind of keep things relatively private. Like, yeah. you know, whereas like other couples, basketball couples, you'll see a lot more of them on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They'll mm-hmm. be posting mm-hmm. more frequently. I feel like they're relatively low key yeah. about their relationship yeah. for how famous he is. Right. You know? I respect her for sure. She like, it seems like she holds it down. She seems like, yeah, she, yeah. she's in like a, a solid, like strong woman. Yeah. Strong mom vibes. Last relationship. Okay. Another another basketball relationship. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you and your unhinged (laughs) opinion about this. Steph Curry, like America's sweetheart basketball player and Aisha Curry. Yeah. What do you think about them? Well, I think they're super sweet. Like, you know, maybe I'm being bamboozled, but (laughs) they seem like they have like the most genuine relationship. Every time I see them post, he always like includes like a Bible verse to it, you know? So like God is definitely third wheeling that one, which makes me feel like it's more wholesome and more like real, you know? Yeah. And I see like, I think she does like a cooking show or something like that. And he participates in it. That seems like so real. Like I would strive to be like that. Yes. I mean, you just like drop the God cosign. So like now I'm going to be like (laughs) evil for this. But I just can't imagine that like the biggest superstar basketball player always on the road stays faithful all the time. Maybe I'm cynical. But I just... Like, you think he's just, like, hooking up with these, like, basketball hoes on the side type of thing? Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. When you're that big, I don't think so. You just have too much to lose. How does it go down, right? Like, I already see, like... Like, I remember TMZ, like, posting something where, like, oh, Clay Thompson picks up these two girls right. from the bar. But right. they had to walk down the street a little bit to be, you know? But they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, caught, yeah. they zoomed in on it. And, you know, it's yeah. like, even just that, right? And, like... Like that makes it on the news. I'm just like, how do you even like get these girls around to, yeah, yeah, around? Like there has to be some paper trail. Right. And these girls would expose them, you know, because right. they just have so much. And they're, he's in a committed relationship. Like yeah. these girls are going to do crazy shit. They probably, right. he probably already has a lot of girls that are lying about, you know, oh, I hooked up with him. I did yeah. all this stuff, you know, and it's like, I can't see him actually 
following through with hooking up with chicks. And I feel like, don't get me wrong, I feel like maybe before he was Aisha or something, he probably got it out of his system and he starts realizing that like this sex is so meaningless. It's not even real sex. Like, and he seems like a kind of guy that's like a little bit more of like an emotional person and he wants that connection. Yeah. At a certain point, it turns from sex to I'm just using your body to masturbate. Yeah. You know what? The lawyer, the lawyers hit me with the facts here. I just, I'm just how I feel. Yeah. I feel like after you've had yeah. any girl you want, yeah. maybe for like half a yeah. year. So yeah. you just get past that and you're like, yeah, I got it on my system. I know what it's like. Like every guy dreams of being this position, but now I, I know what I want. I think the fears of like the basketball hose exposing you might outweigh the act. You think so? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm a cynic. I'm going to believe what I want to believe. Like, I feel like don't date an athlete. They all cheat. I don't know. It's tough because once you're in that, you're thrust in that position, I think yeah. you are going to want to like dabble a little bit. Yeah. But then maybe it gets old is yeah. what I think, especially when you're that big That's and fair. Like, you can get any girl you That's want. Fair. It gets old. All right. Well, time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Best of yeah. luck to, you know, Steph and Aisha. You know, you have a fan. <laughs> you have a cynic. <laughs> all right. I think we're pretty much done here. Vince, tell everyone where they can find you and all your handles. Yeah. So uh, you can find me. I pretty much just on Instagram at Vince Chu, my name. I am trying to get better at like TikToks and like Twitter and stuff. So those two, it's Vince Chu underscore. So yeah, find me there. And if you haven't watched the one that got away on, uh, Amazon Prime. Definitely check that out. All 10 episodes have been out for like about a month now. You can also watch it on Amazon Freebie. A lot of people don't even know what that is, but apparently Amazon has a whole nother thing where you can stream things for free now, okay. but you just have to watch the ads. Okay. So you can watch it for free there if you're, okay. you know, kind of broke. If, if you're Vince's ex-girlfriend, yeah. that's where you can watch it. Yeah, that's where you if can If you watch. haven't already, we know you have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Vince. This has been super fun. No, thanks for having me. This has been a blast. Thank you for listening to Pretty Much Done. If you want more information about this episode, you can check our show notes. Go like, subscribe, and leave a review because it helps us grow the pod. Love you. Thank you. Sorry, did I just love bomb you? I'm not toxic. You are. Okay, bye.